Welcome to Backdoor Sliders, where you hear everything you need to know about your league. Here are your hosts, the creators of Coast to Coast Front Office, Stephen Bowles and Wes Maxey. Welcome, BSers, to the first episode of Season 2 of Backdoor Sliders. I am Stephen Bowles, and as our uh, intro man, Jared Harper, just lied, there is no Wes Maxey today. I'm riding solo for our first episode until... Um, I'm probably riding solo maybe for a couple episodes until Wes can get some uh, big life achievements out of the way. And can join me maybe starting in May. Uh, so, as usual, me and, uh, or Wes and I normally talk about um, what's going down in our own fantasy seasons. But it's just me today. So, my C2C season has not gone. So great. Um, yeah. Not winning anything. Well, actually, uh. Doing well, doing well in uh, Rob, but we'll get to that later. Uh, DFS, on the other hand, it's been hit and miss. Uh, had a pretty good night last night for anybody that's on the C2C DFS page. Uh, pretty much went to bed thinking I, at best, had min cashed and woke up to a 4x night. So that was great. But, uh, alright, so let's get into it. So today, we are going to do top five uh, players that I avoided during draft season. Uh, of course, we're gonna have league discussion, which uh, is gonna it's gonna be a, that's pretty much what this year is gonna be a lot about. We have what six or seven leagues now. I don't know. I can't even keep count, and I run them all. But uh, yeah, so um, a lot a lot of our shows are gonna be wrapped around league discussion because we want to touch them all every episode. So right, and uh, I'm gonna have a small you know, a little fireside chat with myself over uh, tempering early season emotions, which uh, uh, if Wes was here, he could attest that um, I'm pretty much going to be giving myself uh, my own, giving myself advice during that little, that little talk. So um, let's jump into it. All right. So number five in our top five of players that I avoided during draft season would be drum roll Alex Wood. Uh, yeah, I just don't. What what feeling good about Alex Wood? I traded for him last year to help me win Jim Rats. Uh, way overpaid for him. Really regret that trade. Looking back, probably didn't even need him. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Actually, I probably did because Kershaw got hurt late in the year. Not that he was that great down the stretch, Alex Wood. But uh, he come in this year, the eighth round, you know, around an eighth round ADP. I was a little pricey for my taste. You know, Alex Wood, um, uh, I believe it was uh, Chase McCarsky the other day showed me a graph of Alex Wood's uh, velocity. It's just been on a constant decline since early last season. Um I've never been a big believer of Alex Wood. I I root for the guy, you know, he was he was on the Braves for several years and you know I never 
hope that he doesn't do well. But I just I thought eighth round was still too high for Alex Wood. Um, I'm not really a fan of Dodger pitchers anyway outside of Clayton Kershaw, just because I'm not a fan of how they get managed. Um, too much analytics in that for me, for my taste. Um, it's uh, you know, unless they absolutely cruise, it's unlikely they're going to get a quality start. Um, you know, because pretty much as soon as anybody gets on base, their third time around the batting order, they're getting they're getting the pull. So for that reason, I don't I, I don't I thought his quality starts were very limited. Um, he's probably not going to pitch that many inju- innings. He's injury prone, so. That's my number five, Alex Wood. Uh, So, moving on, we're going to start with the OG League of Naturals, Gym Rats, and Class Acts. I won this league last year, uh, completely sold out to do so, completely ruined any chance I had of competing this year or next year. So, although I did make... uh, a move and acquired Otani during the farm draft and had the first pick and used that to get uh, my good friend Ronald Acuna, uh, who I hope, hope, hope leads to big things for my my Gym Rats team. But uh, Gym Rats so far have been very, very lopsided. Uh Doug and his Bronx Bombers have jumped out to a massive, massive lead. Um, hopefully, if Doug's listening, he will listen to my tempering early season emotions segment here coming up soon. Because uh, this may fall, he may fall under that category as well. But uh, Jerry's and his Thorin friends and West and his comfortably numb team. Uh, doing pretty well. Steve, meet the mats. Also doing well. Ben's, I feel like Ben and uh, Javi almost looking like overachievers. Rounding out the top six. Uh, and then I have me just kind of chilling there. About 87 points or so. I've kind of been hanging around 90 the past few days. Way overachieving. I fully expect for me to be in the bottom three. And, um, yeah. And... So as far as guys down at the bottom that I expect not to stay there, uh, shotgun at the gun show at 81 points, and of course Chase with his Benintendo 64 team at 61 and a half points. Not going to stay at the bottom. Uh, just don't see it happening. Stay patient, guys. That one's coming. Uh, as far as the trade front, we're pretty lame over here in Gym Rats. Nothing going on. I don't think we've had. Yeah, we had some big, big trades during the um, during the off season. I traded off Blackman, Judge, Bryant, Votto, Kershaw. You know, trying to pull in a future here. You know, acquiring uh, a lot of picks, some prospects like Sensel, Six Two Sanchez, Otani. You know, those guys. So, uh, yeah, that's about all that happened there. And so that bring that will move us over to, I'm really flying through this. Where are you at, Wes? Where are you at? I am 
rolling through this and I feel like I'm almost rushed. There's no conversation. Can't talk with myself. Can't talk to Hey Steven on the left shoulder. Hey Steven on the right shoulder. Doesn't work. I'm not that weird. I am that weird. I lied. This is really weird just sitting in a room talking to myself. You know, this microphone doesn't look that great. Not trying to get all up in that. <laughs> so alright, let's do uh let's do a Blurns Ball recap. Uh this is one of the two leagues that uh Jordan took down last year. So uh of course he's always looking to repeat. But um the favorite going this year from what I could gather from the guys was um um Alex with his Abe Lincoln Dynasty Hunter team, who is sitting at the top of the standings by a few points right now. Um it's a pretty solid team. Looking at it, Arenado, Turner, Gary Sanchez, E5, J.D. Martinez, Chris Bryant, J. Ram, Reese Hopkins. Man. Pitching side. Strasburg. DeGrom. Scherzer. Sevy. Thor. This team doesn't win. It's upset of the year. There's some... Very savvy managing and trades to get these guys. I have to say, a lot of these guys are on multiple year contracts. So could look, he could easily be looking at a at a at a good two to three year run with this team. Very impressive, very impressive, Alex. Um, Busty Poser. Uh oh, the first the first guy I forgot. Who owns Busty Poser? Oh yeah, oh, old, old Scott, doing pretty well. One twenty-three, just a couple points behind Alex. Um, what we got here? Let's take a peek. I guess I should have did this from Jim Rats instead of just blowed right through it. Whatever. Jim Rats is lame. Nobody's trading. All right, so Pussy Poser, we got we got Freeman, we got oh Matt Chapman. Don't get me started on Matt Chapman. Like, if I could rewind time, go back to trade season, he would definitely not be in my top five list. If he, if there was a top five for guys I wish I would have drafted, Matt Chapman would be a part of that list. Dude is absolutely raking. Um, from all indications, I don't think that's going to change. So good on you for grabbing Matt Chapman. He also has Aaron Judge, um, Didi Gregorius, uh, Dansby Swanson. All right, now Dansby Swanson's not a fantasy stud, but I'd like to give a shout out to my Braves, who right now have the best offense in the major leagues, and Dansby Swanson has played no small part in that. So hopefully, that this isn't a fluke, and it's not just uh, he's not just running into some pitches and getting lucky. You know, we're not expecting any power out of Mister Swanson, the shortstop position. That 370 average and a stolen base and six RBIs looks pretty sweet. Uh, he's also got Michael Brantley, who's just come back from the DL. Um, 
you know, he's always a good contributor if and when he's ever healthy. Adam Eaton has been an absolute stud this year, but he got hurt as expected. Which is also interesting because that puts Trey Turner to leadoff spot. Which, at the beginning of the season, I argued with several people. I didn't actually argue. I just told several people. Trey Turner should be at the leadoff spot. Adam Eaton should be hitting second. But that's why I don't get paid because Adam Eaton has absolutely raked out of the leadoff spot. Scored 10 runs already. Cranked two out. Killing it. So, yeah. 864 slug. That's just sick. Get out of here with that. Christian Yelich, another fool that got hurt. Super excited about Yelich uh, moving to Milwaukee. Was able to pick him up with uh, one of the first rounders I traded for in Gym Rats. Pretty excited about that. Although I fell just a pick short of getting Mr. Hoskins, who I wish I would have had. But I'll take Yelich. Pretty good. Also got Lamb on the DL, which is pretty frustrating for me. I'll get to that later. Rios, guy's a stud. I wasn't a, a you know, I, I jumped on the Brios train last year. I haven't actually acquired any shares of him yet. So if you have Brios in any league I'm in, and you maybe won't think you might can swindle me into overpaying, he might be a guy I might overpay for. Oh man, Keiko. So he's he's got okay pitching, but it seems like the pitching he has, Gray. Grace, I think Gray's going to have a pretty good year. I like Faria as well. So he's got some, you know, some B-listers who are pitching a little above their means right now. So, I don't know. His offense is pretty good, though. It's just going to be hard to compete with Alex in this league. But anyways, Tim. Tim Roberts might get to your team another day. You know, rounds at the top three. And, uh, yeah. So... This, uh, oh yeah, poor bullpen catchers. That's Jay's team. He took over the disaster, which is bullpen catchers, and they are just as advertised. Uh, he has racked up a total of 29.5 points. Uh, keep in mind, 24 is men. Can't get no lower than that. Oh, no, hold on. Is that man? Oh, what's man? No, 14's man. Sit down somewhere, Steven. You're drunk. I'm not. Totally left my water in the other room, though. So if I get a little chalky, don't mind me. Alright, so. Alright, that wraps up Learns Bar. So let's uh, hop into my. Oh, oh! Got ahead of myself. We had a trade. One trade since the beginning of the season. Rivets Cubed sent Chicks Dig 81 mile per hour heat, which is Tim sent to John G. Uh, Gregory Polanco and Heimer, Heimer? Candelario uh, on two and three year, respectively, for Lewis Brinson on a farm draft contract. Um, not entirely. Not one of those contracts that really jumps out at, or contracts, Jesus. Trades that really jump out at you, but, uh, Polanco, uh, kind of some mumblings in the fantasy community whether or not he's going to just break out this year with the absence of McCutcheon. 
Uh, what has he done so far? Pirates been really good so far. Uh, two home runs, eleven RBIs, stolen base, four doubles. So yeah, pretty good year so far. And he's on a two-year contract. Lewis Brinson. I like Brinson a lot more until he got traded to Miami. But I can never. I can never bash anybody for trading for a farm draft contract when the player is going to play. You know, especially this early, you know, even if he's not like a stud prospect who's just coming out raking, you know, um, sometimes you hold on to that guy and keep that guy roster until he does find it. I made that mistake with Byron Buxton last year. Well, I call it a mistake. I really didn't have much of a choice if I wanted to continue competing at the time because I was really trying to climb up the leaderboards last year to win the championship. And holding on to Buxton at the time didn't make any sense. And so I dropped him. And he cleared waivers and went all the way to free agency, which I guess looking back was not just a fellow me, but a fellow my league mates. Jim Rats, we've got to get it together. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. So, you know, it never hurts to try to hold on to those guys because you don't know, year two, year three, especially if they're, you know, former top 20 prospects. Hold on to them. Hope that they pan out. You know, maybe even give it up until year three before you give up on them. You know, at your own discretion, of course, but just my probably not so sage advice. So, anyways... Going on to number four of my top five players I avoided during the draft season. Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray. Everybody got high on Robbie Ray last year for good reason. The dude was an absolute stud, as was Alex Wood last year. But unlike Alex Wood, Mr. Ray dropped all the way up to late third, early fourth round ADP, which is stupid. He basically is up there with every pitcher outside of the top four. You know, top four being Scherzer, Kershaw, Sale, Kluber. Um, which I think is just ludicrous um, for a guy with one one good year. And I've always had an apprehension of breakout, like stuff pitchers, like pitchers who just rely on in his case his curveball which is nasty and it's a good curveball can't can't hate on that but i'm not a big fan and everybody's like well it's robbie ray and he had an outstanding year and the the uh now they have the humidor in arizona how's that humidor working out by the way not so much nothing has changed chase field still a bandbox Rumor door probably doesn't even exist, which is why I've been calling it the rumor door. Because I don't think it exists. If it does exist, it's not working. And it could just be because they're playing with the roof open right now because it's like 80 degrees every night in Arizona, not 165. So maybe that's it. Maybe once they close the roof, the I'm having air quotes right now rumor door, humidor will actually show itself and actually make a difference. But for right now, no, it's not doing anything. 
So yeah, that's my number four, Robbie Ray. There's no way I was paying, or paying, no way I was grabbing Robbie Ray at the late third, early fourth round. No chance. No chance. All right, so let's move on to Rub. The Royal Union, I forgot what Rub stand for. I am on the struggle bus. Royal Union of Baseball Braggarts. Braggarts. How do you say it? Braggarts, braggarts, braggarts. So, the matchups look terrible. We got a a 13-1, 11-2-1, a 10-4, a 12-2, a 12-2, and a 14-0. So, all this is just completely lopsided. Completely lopsided. I'm on the good side of one of those. I have a 13 and 1 advantage right now going into the weekend. Fully expect to close that out with no less than 10 points. Um, still have one start. I think I have Rich Hill going today. So good for me. Uh, Springfield Isotopes over White Walkers. Uh, 11 2 1. That's, that's pretty nasty. So, uh, Wes, Wes, where are you? With your in love with the shape of you team winning ten to four at the moment, Wolf Cola Alex, who's just wrecking C to C this year, with twelve two over the glorious bastards, bastards. Uh, homie closer Tiny Dansby Novak, who was a runner up last year, is beating Cyung Caliber Hair John G again twelve to two. And Baby Fart McGeezax, which is, again, Jordan, defended champion of the league, is sweeping with the 14-0 and overthrown out at home. Um, Thrown out home. 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 That's a new guy, right? Oh, yeah, Blake. Blake. Sorry if I don't... Y'all gotta remember I have... Let's see, one, two, what do, we, what do we got? Like seven leagues? Yeah, no, six. Six leagues. And there's like over 50 of us. So if I don't remember exactly who, you'll see. Once we get the uh, um, the newer leagues, I'm not going to know who's who's who at all. The only reason I know these is because a, a lot of these team names didn't change from last year. And so the owners, a lot of the owners didn't change either, so. So let's look at my team since I'm 13 and 1. Just a little spotlight on me. What do we got? What do we got? Oh, my boy Ionetta. Absolute raking. You can ask Wes. I was totally on this guy's nuts to begin the year. And I've been right. Batting 409. Get some. He's not really slugging. He's only slugging 500 with a 409 average, which is pretty sad, but. Who cares? Bat 409. It's running up my average. Three walks, a couple RBIs, a couple runs. Jose Abreu, having a great year so far. Uh, Bogart's having a pretty good year. Uh, oh, yeah, my trap. He's actually have terrible. He's so terrible right now. Bat 206. What's his problem? With only two home runs, five RBIs, five walks, a stolen base, seven runs scored. What's wrong with you, Mike Trout? Get it together. Cargo's having a decent year. Kyle Schwarber, another guy I was 
high. I was I was a little bit high. Oh, I was actually a lot higher on this year than I was last year. Um, I think he's going to figure it out. He's a little bit less worried about the defense, although it's still atrocious. But I don't feel like it's as big as a focus. Like he, I feel like he can focus a little bit more on hitting this year. Still think he belongs on the AL team. That's a discussion for another day. Yeah, he's having an okay year. Bomb two out. You know his expected low, you know mid to low two hundreds batting average. Uh, Cubs Cubs kind of sucked in general. I saw. I think Chris Bryant's having a pretty good year, but uh, Rizzo, who was a late scratch yesterday, is kind of sucking it up. He's got like a one forty something batting average. Anyways, back to my team. I got four DLs, four DL bats. Real me too. Gurriel, Kinsler, and Lamb. Oh God, I got Lamb two leagues. He's killing me down there on the DL. Um, yeah, that's about all. Quito had, he's had a good start. Jacked his ankle up. Oh, is he my? Oh no, I got Chris Sale. So Quito is not my stud. Yeah. I got a pretty good team. I'm not really expecting to compete, but who knows? Who knows? Who else? Spotlight one more team. Not doing U.S. since you're not here. Let's do do Jordan, defending league champ. See what he brought back this year. Why does he go to the scoreboard? There we are. All right, D. Gordon. I like D. Gordon this year. Three stolen bases so far. Good for him. Nolan Arenado. That's a good one. Story's having a pretty rough year. Uh, I'm a little worried about Story. A little sidebar here. Uh, I feel like with um, Rodgers hanging in the shadows, if he continues at this sub-200 pace, it's um, he, he, he might not be long for the bench. Reese Hawkins, Jean Carlos Stanton, Charlie Blackman, AJ Pollock. Pretty good offense. Oh, Otani San. How about Otani? I finally played him in Gym Rats offensively yesterday. So I got one of his three home runs. And uh, I, honestly, it wasn't because I didn't believe I shouldn't play him. It's just because, I don't know, it's just weird. And I see it. I, I don't. When I'm setting my lineups, like I'm just looking at my hitting bench, and then you know I go down to my pitching. I set my pitching. I don't pay no attention to him when he's sitting down there pitching. So I just he just kind of, which I'm not competing in gym rats anyway. So otherwise, I'd be pretty upset with myself. I also has Will Myers on the DL. Uh, who else we got? Who the heck is Wilmer Font? Is a Dodger reliever? Interesting. Never heard of that guy. Definitely never heard of. I ain't even try to say this. Yoshi, Hiriano, guy for the Diamondbacks. Got some interesting relief. Oh, fifty dollars. Nice play. Nice play. So he's got Feria, Kershaw, Paxton, Price. Not bad. My boy Alex Wood. All right. It's not a bad team. I don't know if that's championship team yet. I'll have to wait and see. It's an interesting league. All right, so, oh, trades. Man, I forget about these trades. 
It's three trades. One huge trade. Jesus Christ. All right, so on March 31st, we had uh, White Walkers sent Kelly Clarkson to Poor Fellow Fools in exchange for Randall Grichuk. I hate to say it, but nobody cares. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> That's savage. Nobody cares. I just asked myself a question. You answer when you hear it three hours from now. <laughs> and then we had, uh, I'll skip over this monstrosity. It's not monstrosity. It's just a really big trade. We'll get to that in a second. So then uh, yesterday we had a trade process between Wolf Cola, it's Alex, and John G. Little trade buddies here. Uh, Corey Dickerson and... Oh, I didn't even try to say his name. Reliever for Toronto. Uh, Alex sent those two in exchange for Ryan Matson and Glasnow, which I expect is upside plays for Glasnow and Dickerson, one of the centerpieces of that, with a little reliever swap. Um, I have I have Glasnow and Jim Rats and. Gosh, I just wish he'd figure it out. But he's he's like one of those guys I was just talking about. Like, don't give up on him yet. Yeah, he's not starting. But especially if you're not contending, what's the point? So, yeah. What's the point in dropping him? All right, so this massive thing we have here. Who the heck is White Walkers? You changed your name. You changed your name. That was not a team from last year. Oh. The other John. John M and John G in a trade. The John trade. We have White Walker sending Garrett Cole, Austin Hedges, Ryan Braun. 2020 round 12, 2019 round 9, 2020 round 9. To John G in exchange for Andrew Tolles, Louis Gohara, Joe Musgrove, Chris Davis, Francis Martes. 2020 round one, 2020 round four, 2020 round, or excuse me, 2019 round three. Got ahead of myself. Jesus wept. Um, so obviously the big highlights of this trade would be Garrett Cole and Luis Gahara. Um, it's obvious that the White Walkers are, this is my old team, isn't it? It is. Tearing down my squad. So sad. So sad. He just he just didn't like my work, I guess. Not good enough for John M. So savage. Oh yeah. That's that's pretty much a, a typical I'm going to play for not this year and I'm playing for this year trade. I like Eric Cole a lot. A lot, lot, lot. Uh, which he proved in his First start, I believe, pretty well. Um, when's he pitch again? He pitches tonight. San Diego. Ooh. If I play DFS, that might be interesting. Very interesting. Hedges, meh, whatever. Guys get some pop. Pretty much either homers or strikes out. Ryan Braun, he's going to get some more playing time with Yelich on... 
with his oblique. I don't mind Braun. A lot of people hate on the guy. But he hits when he plays. It's just a matter of how much he's actually going to play. And, of course, Gohara. Cool with Gohara. Even as a Brace fan, he's not like... I'm not, I'm not hype about him, but some people are, which is cool. Martez is another one I have in Jim Rats on a farm draft that I'm holding on to, expecting to get his get his ish together. Yeah, not a terrible trade. So moving on to oh here we go, discussion discussion of temper tempering early season emotions. Oh, yeah, running running a little long here. Get pretty good at this talking to myself thing. Alright, so temper and early season emotions. Oh my god, I'm I'm the worst at this. So so there's two sides to this. You have those that are that had expectations and their team's not firing on any cylinders right now. And then you had teams whether or not they had expectations or not and their team is firing on all cylinders right now so go back to we'll go back to gym rats like the two that come to mind in both these scenarios slow start would be chase mccarskin his benintendo 6014 um he competed last year with uh wes and i for first place um fully expected his I, I I also fully expect him to do the same this year. And he's also sitting somewhere in eighth, ninth, tenth place with less than seventy points, I believe it was. So he's after t- I've talked to him about it, and he's he's level headed. Me, I might be freaking out. He's not he's not trying to buy right now. He's believing in his guys. He's waiting it out. He's getting frustrated, of course, but like he's not. He's definitely not selling, and he's not overpaying right now either. So he's just trying to wait it out, and which is what you should do, especially if you really believe in your team and you don't really think you have any holes. It's just certain parts of your team aren't playing to expectations. Now, as we'll get to in a minute... Uh, Wes and I co-own the Jakku Bay Rays and the Randy Johnson Bird Sanctuary League. Wes and our, our team is is underperforming, and uh, my by my standards of what I thought we would, especially on the pitching side. And uh, Wes is more of the chase, and I'm more of the me. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm freaking out. I'm I'm working working the heck out of the wire every day, trying to find you know, the the um, diamond in the rough or whatever and like, oh we gotta make a trade, we gotta we gotta find somebody to trade, we gotta we gotta fix this, we gotta fix that and it was it's more like, eh, you know, we're a good team. It'll get here. It's frustrating, it sucks, but we'll get there. So the big my my big point is like one, if you have a slow start unless Unless you already went, unless you went to the year not expecting to do anything, not expecting to compete, don't sell. Not right now. It's we are literally like ten days into the season. There's like 
180-some-odd days in the entire season. I know it's 162 games, takeoff, off days. It's about 180-some days. We're about 10 days in. That's like, oh, math. Yeah, we're um, like 5% of the season. Got a ways to go. Long ways to go. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, don't 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 sell. Not yet. Um and if you do sell or if you do trade, um you kinda at this point of the season you risk not getting enough. And what I mean by that is I'm not trying to discourage trading by any means, but like if you have like that one year that you know uh it's gonna have a you know it's gonna have a good year and you know he is valuable like a maybe a top reliever or a top bat even guys will pay probably more for it in June and July than they will now so keep that in mind um maybe that's why Jim Rats really hasn't taken off cuz uh, maybe a lot of us have played in this format enough to have figured that out. I don't know, but it is what it is. But that, that's my view on it. You know, I'm not saying you, you shouldn't trade at this point in the season at all, but especially if you have deadline-type pieces like those one years or those extend, extended contracts, uh, might not hurt. I know, obviously, if somebody gives you an offer that's that's really good, you take it and run you know, celebrate, pop champagne, whatever you want to do. Uh, also, another a danger of panicking over a slow start is dropping good value to the waiver wire. You know, you have those guys who are getting off to a slow start that aren't exactly studs, but they're above replacement level. And what I mean, you, you'll probably see me say above replacement level. Above replacement level is like, uh, guys that don't typically get streamed in a 12-team league. Guys that typically don't bounce back and forth off the wire. So that's what I mean by that. And obviously dangers of getting comfortable with a fast start is you're not looking at the wire. You're not trying to find those, you know, 50 to 80 salary guys that are raking that you can plug on your team for a guy that you're not playing or is not doing well, even though the rest of your team is. And missing opportunities to get better via trades because you get complacent because you got off to such a fast start. And I've seen more than once those fast starts diminish really fast in late April, early May. So those are the definitely the, like, you know, the max and min emotions of uh, early season slow starts or fast starts. So always be always be careful of that. Always be mindful of that kind of stuff. And we're running close to 40 minutes here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on. I don't think there's really a whole lot more I can say about that. So uh, moving on to my number three uh, player that... Uh, players that I avoided during the draft season. I'm going to go with Tommy Pham. 
Uh, it's an outfielder for the St. Louis Cardinals. About a fifth round ADP. Uh, it's just simply a gut thing. I, the guy's 30 years old. He's just now really established himself as a major leader. You know, the big appeal to fam last year is the power-speed combo. Uh, I don't doubt that. I just doubt the consistency of it. Is he really going to hit close to 30 home runs and steal you 20 bases? Like, is he really a 25-25 threat? If he is, fifth round is a pretty good value. Um, but I don't believe he's that at all. Um, I believe... You know, if Tommy Pham was available to me in the seventh, eighth round, I I wouldn't be so opposed to taking him. But fifth round was a little pricey for me this year. Um, I didn't really go in and look and see where he went on in our three startups. But um, also keep in mind these ADPs I'm throwing out are for you know redraft startups. They're not um, ADPs for obviously Jim Rats. Uh, learns ball rub, so yeah, just kind of throwing that out there. Um, just not a believer in him repeating. Um, nah, I'm I'm kind of up in the air on that Cardinals offense as a whole anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> he's probably not exactly the Cardinals front office's best best friend right now after his little uh spout off to Sports Illustrated but that's here nor there alright so I'll move on to uh, one of our new leagues the Randy Johnson Bird Sanctuary um, it's a lot of a lot of movement at the top of this league I know Alex has had a share of the league Doug's had a share of the league uh, right now um, move Bichette get out the way oh, guys, that new guy. I'm sorry I'm sorry um. Oh, who is that? I feel terrible. Isn't that? Oh, it's Anthony. Yeah, Anthony. That's right. Good job. Um. So let's take a look at his team. So he's he's winning right now by like a handful, a point and a half or something like that. Uh, he's got Freeman, Cano, Sano, Cano, Sano. Um. Chris Davis, the Oakland of the Oakland variety. Uh, oh, Tommy Pham, look at that. There he is. Uh, Justin Upton, who had a big night last night. Thank you for all that money. And that's the studs, of course. Um, on the pitching side, this is where he's winning. Or, or he's going to be winning. Max Scherzer, Clayton Kershaw. Pretty sure he got those on a turn. Oh, that's that's pretty sweet, pretty good move right there. Quintana, um, hell, not bad, not bad. I I'd like to see more pitching, but I know with having Scherzer and Kershaw, it might be a salary issue. But yeah, interesting. I feel like he, if he had one more pitcher, he would be devastating pitching. And his bats are okay enough to hold him up there. Huh. This could be an interesting team. Uh, I definitely think 
he needs moves as we probably all do to really solidify himself as a you know well I, I say he's a contender but to actually like win he's not going to I don't think he'll be able to do it with just this squad so um wasn't really any trades in this league and um like I said, he's up by half a point over Alex. And then third place is um team has no name. See, I, I don't know none of these teams. Team, I think we have two. A team has no names. Oh, that's John M. Him again. 115. And Doug in fourth. And so on and so forth. Like I said, Wes and I are pretty disappointed with our Chaku Bay Rays. Sitting at seventh place with eighty nine points, uh, maybe I'll spotlight that team another time. Not today, not today. So let's jump on over to um, the baseball dudes, which is our new head to head league. Um, see, we got a eleven two one seven five two nine four one nine five zero nine five zero nine four one. So a little bit more balanced or actually a lot more balanced than rub let's see let's oh they got trades let's do trades first yeah like randy johnson didn't have any trades by the way they have one trade hendrix on a four year for keiko on a three year i think i like hendrix just because of the extra year i think they're pretty evil. Not exactly, you know, high K upside guys. They're going to get plenty of quality starts. Their teams let them go deep enough into games to get those quality starts. I like them both. I think they're pretty even. I'll take the Hendrick side just for the extra year. But, I don't know. It'd go either way. That was the only trade there since the season started. So, a spotlight one team. We're going to go. Let's do the team that's got the 11-12-1 lead. Raging Pawners. Where is that? Here we go. Who do we got? E5. Cano. Josh Donaldson. Chris Davis. I just swear I just looked at the same team I just looked at. Who owns this team? Is this, is this Anthony again? It is. Hey, whatever. Go with what works. Matt Olson, like that guy. Um, Gene Carlos Stanton, JD Martin. That's a lot of pop on this team. I like it. Definitely no. Um, we got Clayton Kershaw, but no Max Scherzer on this team. Tanaka. If uh, there's there's that Alex Wood guy again. So yeah, that's uh. That's the baseball dudes. Uh, pretty hard to really recap on head to head when it hasn't actually finished the first matchup yet. But uh, so yeah, that's where they stand, and that will get me to uh, my number two uh, player I avoided. Players I avoided during the draft season: Manny Machado. Uh, uh, it's pretty well documented. Uh, I think he's overrated. Uh, he's going to mid mid second round ADP for most. Redraft startup leagues or whatever. Uh, I also feel like I could be very wrong. Uh, it just doesn't do enough for me 
at that point in the draft, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, you know, he's, he has good power, above average power. Um, don't know really where to trust him after last season as far as average goes. I don't expect him to be nowhere near below 250. But I don't really think I can expect him to be 300 plus either. Um, the big thing about the power, which he does have not an exorbitant amount, but it's above average, is where is he going to play in August, September? Uh is, is he going to still be in Camden, which is fine. I mean, there's plenty of, plenty of home runs to go around there. But if he's not, where is he going to play? Not really sure how well his power plays outside of Camden. I guess I'd have to look at his splits. But Manny Machado just wasn't a guy I was trying to pick up in that in, in the second round. Just I felt, like, I felt better about other players and what I could get out of them. Because uh, a big thing for me in the first... In second round, and even maybe the third and fourth round, is I want dependability. I want to know what I'm getting. I want to know what I'm drafting. Obviously, that's you, things can change. It can be way different. Yeah, that's kind of what I want. I didn't feel Machado was necessarily dependable, but he has upside. Uh, the third base shortstop eligibility, which he should be getting shortstop here pretty soon. Um, across the league, across well, coast to coast wide, actually. We use 10, 10, 10 appearances or 10 play a position 10 times and get eligibility for the season 20 times for next year. So that will, yeah, that's Machado and move over to 30. Team. I'm not digging in the 30 team guys. We are not going to spend a lot of time on this show on 30 team. I'm sorry. It's just, it's a disaster. It's so much going on. Um, there's been a couple trades. Uh, John Lester got traded for Tay Oscar Hernandez and Esteban Florial, um, which was before the John Lester first blow up start, which looked like a accident. Well, they agreed upon it before. So, yeah. But actually, Lester pitched well the other day, which was nice to see. Uh, Lester is on a one year. That's, I mean, if you believe in Florial, that's not a bad trade on, on your part. So, nah. Not going to see. I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of blockbusters. I think there's one pending for Lorenzo Kane right now. But we're going to see a lot of like this Trevor Williams for Neil Walker kind of stuff. Um, which is great. I mean, because. I mean, you know, one or, or several of those trades are going to end up being absolutely lopsided by the end because somebody's going to get a steal out of that. But I want to compete in this league, but um, this is when when I go down my list of prepping for each league every day, setting lineups, you know, sorting through the waiver wire. There's no waiver wire in this league anyway, so this is one that gets my last bit of attention. But I'm playing it um, in the middle. Right now, the Dodgers uh, Dodgers have had a lead for a while now, followed by the Nationals, Blue Jays, and uh, Anthony's having a pretty good year so far. Go you. Go you. All right. Speaking of go you, you Darvish. Go you Darvish today. I need that. 
Uh, all right, so my number one player I avoided during draft season. I and traded this guy in Jim Rats, Aaron Judge. Um, yeah, I just I don't I don't trust him. I'm I'm he was Jekyllin so Jekyllin Hyde last year between his basically his May and August. Um, I don't know what he is between the two. Um, I don't fault anybody for taking Judge in the second round. I just wasn't he no way. There's no way I because like I said I want to know what I'm getting and I don't know what I'm getting. Am I getting 35 or am I getting 50? Am I getting 210 or am I getting 270? Um, I believe in the walks, especially now uh, batting in front of Stanton. He's going to walk. He's probably going to walk. He, I don't know if he's going to like break Bonds' records and walks, but he's probably going to walk 230 plus times. Um, I I don't think that's nowhere near outside of the realm of possibility. Uh, what did he walk last year? Let's look that up real quick. It was a lot. He definitely helped me win gym rats. I said 200. Jesus Christ. He's not going to walk no 200 times. He might walk 100, 100, 150 times. Jesus. Ugh. Where's my Mountain Dew? Uh, anyways, so yeah. Uh, he's going to walk a lot. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he maybe even walked more than 150. He's just sitting in front of... He's he's the first right now. He's betting. It's been Judge Stanton Sanchez. So he's the first of the big three in New York. So he's not going to see a whole lot to hit. Um, actually, no. I guess I guess he will see a lot to. Hit. So I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking. I've been doing this talking to myself for too long. But anyways. I don't like Judge. I, I, I like Judge. Just I didn't like him at early mid second round where he was going. I don't believe. I, I don't know where he's at. So that about do it. Um, I appreciate if anybody actually made it through listening to this entire thing. If you made it to this wrap up, please let me know because there's no way that I really. Well, there's no way. Anyways, I've been rambling. I appreciate y'all listening if you listened to the entire thing. Um, and that'll do it. Um, since uh, Wes is not here, uh, it's just me. So I am the Coast to Coast Front Officer Commission Stephen Bowles. Later, BSers. Oh, and send me an offer. <laughs>